0: Well, hey guys, welcome to the Beholding Soul Podcast. Thanks for joining me again. Um, so as I write this, uh, we had some unfortunate news here in the in the traditional community. Uh, you know, long time, you know, legend, let's say, G. Uh, Fred Asbel uh, passed away on, I believe, Saturday or Sunday, this past Saturday or Sunday. So it's been um, been a couple days, so it's, it's pretty fresh as I'm kind of recording this. Um, obviously, uh, long time, you uh, you know writer, outdoor writer, traditional bow hunter uh, puts on lot you know put on lots of clinics um, you know associated with black black widow bows for a long long time um, you know I, I really hadn't read a ton of his stuff other than what I read in traditional bow hunter magazine and um, you know he certainly had a kind of an older school mentality when it comes to uh, you know ways to shoot a bow and aiming, not aiming, instinctive, that kind of thing but uh, you know no matter which way you come at it. I think all of that is uh, is valid, you know, in, in today's day and age, right? There's kind of room for everybody, you know, new school techniques, old school techniques, that kind of stuff, and just the legacy that this guy you know left behind. You know, I feel pretty unqualified to be actually like talking about him, so uh, please. Don't don't take it like I actually uh, am doing that just my experience as far as like like reading his articles and things like that is you know there's 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 a lot of information in there, no matter how you choose to shoot a bow how you choose to hunt uh, that kind of thing so uh, the traditional community will definitely miss him. you know, it's uh, it's it's definitely a loss, but you know, luckily, you know, a lot of that wisdom is in you know articles and books, and and it's gonna kind of live on live on forever there. So anyway, just just wanted to say, uh, you know, rest in peace to uh, G. Fred Asbell. So. Uh, other than that, let's see, uh, haven't really set foot in the woods at all. We've gotten almost like, (laughs) God, we've got, got to be like 18 inches of snow, 15 inches of snow, plus like snow drifts. Um, I was just actually raking my roof. Yes. Sometimes we rake our roof up here so we don't have ice dam buildups. And, um, yeah, I was trudging through like almost crotch deep snow in my backyard. I couldn't even like get to the backyard around the way from where we got a fence. I had to actually go through the house with this, you know, 20 foot long. Well, it comes apart in sections, but uh, roof rake kind of thing. So yeah, anyway, that all that's going to (laughs) be pretty much uh, outside too. I just haven't had a chance. Today's my pretty much like my one day off really. And I'm just going to Uh, stay at home and do uh house chores and cleaning and stuff so the, the holidays were fantastic hope the holidays were great for you guys um very very busy but just um you know trying to get into uh the swing of things i might try and get out a few times here uh for small game you know we have it open till the end of february but honestly i've just been concentrating on way too much other stuff um I've been. I finished the Joel Turner course. I know I'm about like four years too late because probably everybody and their and, and their mother and father have taken this course already. I found a lot of really good stuff in it. I'm going through a spell of shooting terribly right now. Um, you, I kind of go you know in and out through that. I've taken the course, obviously. I'm trying to apply all that stuff, but it's it's very very difficult. I still have a problem with coming to full draw and then expanding from full draw. I'm short drawing. I'm, you know, I'm plucking. I'm doing all this stuff. Uh, most of my shots, especially with my ASL, they're going like left, like several inches left. Um, and I just, I don't really know how to correct that right now. I'm shooting in my basement. Obviously I seem to hit better when I go stump shooting. Um, I don't know if it's a sight picture that's different, but if it's at a target or at the target range or, you know, in the basement here shooting at my uh, 18 and one Reinhardt, I'm, I'm struggling, you know? So, you know, if you guys are struggling with shooting, it, it happens, right? I mean, I'll get messages every now and then say, oh, I see you, you saw your video. You're shooting great, blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, but again, you're probably seeing, like, the best of, of, of that, just like anything with, you know, Instagram and stuff. But I am shooting terrible right now and on all my bows, well, except for my grizzly. But, um, you know, the Java man, I'm not doing so hot. With the with the St. Patrick Lake, I'm, I'm not doing so hot. So, you know, just trying to work through all this stuff. And, uh, you know, if you're going through this, it's difficult. You're not alone. So going to just set it down for a while. Plus my left elbow is absolutely swollen and just killing me. Um, Don't know why, maybe I shot too much or whatever. And uh, sometimes you just got to set it down and walk away for a while and it's okay to do that. So uh, that's kind of what I'm going through right now. Just a little bit of honesty there. And um, let's see what else. Uh, Nothing really much more on the horizon there. Um, It's just the time to be able to kind of Recoup a lot of stuff, reorganize a lot of stuff, go through your gear, go through all that stuff. I'm looking forward to turkey season. I really am, but um, I'm kind of I'm kind of into the man, you know, all the holidays. I'm a big like Halloween through through Christmas. I'm like a big holiday uh, guy, right? I mean, I'm like a walking like like Hallmark movie. No, no shame in saying that. And um, when it ends, I'm kind of getting like, oh man, I got nothing to look forward to. A little bit of t- turkey hunting, and then you guys all know how much I despise summer. So I'm already looking forward to next October at this point. But um, a couple more months left here of uh, being able to just at least walk around in the woods with a bow in your hand. So uh, that's, uh, that's that's kind of a, a bright spot. So... Um Anyway, so aside from that, let's see. Uh, yeah, I talked about the Joel Turner course. So definitely check out these courses. I've started the Tom Clum one, um, and I'm I'm finally caught up to a point where I can actually dedicate some more time to, uh, to to watching those. I'm kind of watching them piecemeal. And if you are interested in in you know being a better shot and learning how to draw properly and not hurt yourself and all this other stuff, um, definitely go check out these courses. You know this this bo- uh, podcast is brought to you by uh, the Push Archery Center of Knowledge. And all these courses are out there, very very cool. Um, and I know they have a brand new—I'm um, going to screw up the name here—but it's a uh, tuning for bow hunters uh, course uh, with Cody Greenwood and uh, and, and Matt Zernzak. Of course, I haven't uh, I haven't looked at that one at all yet. But uh, very cool stuff out there. Definitely go check them out. It's it's you will find little tidbits and nuggets that you know you may not have heard on like the Umpteen podcasts or whatever that you might have heard these guys on. There's lots of good stuff in there so highly highly recommend it so definitely go check those guys out check out those courses and um, yeah you know with that said I'm kind of glad to be getting back into being able to actually talk to people. The hunting seasons wound down for pretty much everybody here so hopefully some more time is going to be freeing up for not only me but also uh, also my guests. And so with that this week um, I speak with Shane Unruh from uh, Great Plains Bow Company. I didn't know a ton about Great Plains, honestly, until the last like couple few months here, and uh, you know they came on my radar here, you know, both on Instagram and on YouTube. And what really caught my attention was they're actually putting out a bunch of YouTube videos. And you don't really see that from a lot of bowyers or bow companies. You know, Black Widow puts out some stuff here and there. Uh, you might see some bobbly stuff here and there, but really, there's there's not a ton. You know, um, Eric Hoff, of course, of Saint Patrick Lake has a few. Saint Patrick Lake has has a few videos, but you don't really get to see like the in shop, like building and testing kind of. Uh, uh, in you know in you know inside the shop kind of um, uh, uh, peek inside kind of thing, and I thought that was pretty refreshing. You know, very cool. I like watching craftsmen do their thing. I do not have a talent for anything that has to do with wood or woodworking, but I can appreciate watching these people do what they do, and it's just it's just pretty pretty amazing. So. I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to get to know him a little better and talk about, you know, how he's tackling uh, kind of running a bow business in like the 21st century, basically. Well, we're well into the 21st century, but, you know, in this day of uh, social media and, um, you know, how he's kind of navigating that. Has it helped? Has it not helped? Um, You know, the, does he, fe- does he feel a need to kind of feed the beast? You know, to those of us that do podcasts and videos, sometimes we feel that pressure, even though that pressure really doesn't exist, uh, unless you're contractually obligated to, you know, to do something like that. But, um, you know, it's, it's, you, you always feel like you should be like putting out, you know, videos and content and that kind of stuff. So we get in, we get into talking about that a little bit. Uh, we get to talking about his, um, his entry into a uh, traditional archery. And honestly, there was a lot that we left on, on the table, um, just his story runs like very very deep uh some of the stuff you know we didn't really expand on um but super super interesting guy very very interesting guy um putting out some some beautiful bows and you know if you want to go check those guys out again it's a great plains bow company uh check them out on youtube follow them on instagram and you know just watch some bows being you know fixed and built and tested and and uh that kind of thing so it's 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 pretty cool so Anyway, I think I've babbled on long enough. Thanks for, uh, again, thanks for tuning in again. Super appreciate it. Really looking forward to 2023. Um, Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll all have more time to get out and enjoy the outdoors more this year than last year. Of course, we always say that. And, uh, you know, with that, you know, check out my YouTube channel as well, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And engagement is really, really important, guys. You know, this is the kind of the doldrums for YouTube and that kind of thing. So go watch those videos and kind of uh, it, it tells YouTube that people are still kind of interested. Uh, same with Instagram. And like, share, subscribe, rate, leave comments. All that engagement really, really helps, uh, you know, if it's, whether it's a podcast or, or, or a channel or whatever, uh, get in the rankings and actually uh, being able to be distributed. You know, we get throttled as it is in the, you know, in the hunting industry or anything that has to do with weapons uh even even archery equipment i mean in this day and age of wokeness it's it's pretty tough to to be seen and heard out there if the great tech powers the be don't want you to be seen and heard so let's kind of let's kind of stick it to them so I really appreciate the engagement i appreciate the uh, the comments and everything like that so all right um again babbled long enough here is my interview with Shane unruh i've learned how to do that so okay so um yeah, all right. I'm just, I'm just gonna go on with this. Then, you know what? If yeah, worse comes to worse, I'm going this Believe it or not, like it, it's crazy, right? Like on your phone, like you can do 99 percent of the stuff like way better than I can do on any laptop. It's just I don't know why yeah. laptops are like so glitchy that it's, yeah. it's 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 ridiculous. It shouldn't be that way, but Dave. Hey, yeah, that's I think there's better. more technology poured into like cell services and like that sort of thing. I agree. I agree. It's crazy. Um, okay, so Shane Unruh, <laughs> I think it was like the fourth time, uh, from <laughs> yep. Great Plains Bow Company. Thanks for doing this. Uh, I was saying before the last mic- microphone glitch that you know we're both uh, we're both Central Time, and it really helps uh, helps with that because a lot of times I have a problem trying to get people, especially on East Coast time, to you know to do it at night kind of thing. So uh, thanks for coming on. Yep, glad to be here. So, um, Great Plains Bow Company, I I started following you guys, like, relatively recently. Um, Mm -hmm. Didn't know a ton about your bows, didn't know a ton about your company, and uh, started watching you guys uh, on YouTube, which is Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I want to get into, because there's not a lot of bow companies or bowyers, like, on there putting out, you know, the kind of content that you guys are doing, so I'd like to kind of get into that, too, which is kind of cool, pretty refreshing. Um, Yeah. But... I guess you know we can kind of start at the beginning with uh, I mean you you kind of took over this company correct I mean it was around before you guys so like what 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 kind of led you that, down that down that path to be like hey I want to you know I want to build Bose yeah well yeah. there's a, there's way
1: more to the story that I cannot tell on here but someday I'll be able to um, okay and uh, I, it's uh, which I hate I hate it that I can't tell that part. Um, cause it's pretty, it's actually very, very, very interesting, but at, at someday I'll be able to tell that, but, um, I, I, I actually, um, my father-in-law bought me a Great Plains bow, um, when I was, when I turned 24 for my birthday, uh, he got it off eBay and, um, I just, man, I fell in love with that thing. I, I shot and shot and shot and I shot through, I, I, that fall I bought. Two 3D deer targets, shot through both of them, which is not really a great thing because that tells you how bad I was. Um, I, I shot them in half. And uh, then I went hunting. Um, let's see, it was a year after I went hunting, killed a nice big, I say big, I mean, for me it was huge, but it was a mule deer. It was about 170 class, but for a mule deer, that's not huge. But um, for a whitetail, that'd be a trophy with a trad bow. But, um, I mean, I was just totally hooked and, uh, just started soaking it up. And, and then about, oh, a year or two later, I bought my wife a Great Plains bow. Um, it was our a B model one piece and, um, we just started shooting a lot. And then I was like, well, I'm going to find out where this guy is, where he's building these bows. So I found, I looked him up and he was only two and a half hours from me. So. I called my brother-in-law and I said, Hey man, you want to go down there with me and see this bow company? Cause I, I love their bows. And, uh, and so we did, we, we jumped in the, in the truck and we drove down there and, um, we were looking around his shop. And, uh, he said, you know, the shops for, you know, the company's for sale, right? I said, you gotta be kidding me. And, uh, he said, yeah, he said, well, what, what, uh, I said, what does it take? And he said, well, what what do you do for a living? I said, well, I'm a a custom woodworker. I'm a cabinet builder and finished carpenter. And um, he said, well, that's what I was before I started. He said, you'd be a perfect fit. And uh, so then he told me what he wanted for it. And uh, I said, well, I I knew right away that was game over. There's no way I could come up with that kind of money. But I was like, I'm going to try anyway. So I went home started talking to a bunch of people, a uh, bunch of banks, even talked to private investors. And every bank I went to, they said, well, there's no way. I mean, so they said, there's no comparable. We can't compare this to anything. It's this blue sky. Uh, you're going to have to come up with the cash, uh, the down payment. Well, there's, there was no way I could do that. Just no possible way. So I, I let it go. I just said, it. I called him back. I said, there's just no way I'd come up with that much money. So. A couple years went by and I, I just never quit thinking about it. You know, I, I, I've, I've been a woodworker since I was 14. Uh, well, actually earlier than that, I, I, um, I grew up in a real conservative church group and I, uh, we weren't allowed to go to high school. So, um, we went through eight grades of school and in those eight grades of school, they really, really push academics really hard. Um, when I was in eighth grade, I was taking eleventh, twelfth grade mathematics, oh my God. and uh, yeah, it, it was difficult. It was it was intense, and it still is intense. That, um, I don't I don't belong to that group anymore, but um, we actually sent one of our kids there, and it's it's pretty intense. Uh, it's a good it's a good school as far as that goes. But then when I got out of school, of course, I went directly into the workforce, um, and when people tell me. When I tell people how how many years I've been working and woodworking, they're like, well, you're not even that old. And no, I'm not. I'm 38. But I've been working with wood for 24 years. So um, I had extensive experience woodworking. And when I was 20, I moved down to kind of did an apprenticeship at a custom cabinet shop in Arkansas. I lived back in the woods in a camper trailer by myself and learned how to build fine High-end woodworking, high-end cabinets. There with a actually with a Seventh Day Adventist deacon. He's a really great guy. That's a whole other story. But um, but then so so uh, back to the story of how I got the boat company. That's a little just a little bit of background. Um, someday I'll tell my whole story, but I I can't at this time. But um, (laughs) yeah. So um. I, I tried to get financing from the banks and it was just an impossibility. So um, a couple of years went by and then it was it was uh, January of 2015. And I told my dad, I said, look, I, I said, would you come with me uh, to go look at that bow shop again? And because I just couldn't get it out of my mind, you know, I was like, if I could just build bows, like I, I did a lot of, I did a lot of furniture building, uh, a lot of cabinets, but like, to me, like the ultimate was if I could build both. I just I thought that would be the pinnacle of woodworking. So I couldn't get out of my mind. So we drove down there. And, uh, I actually got one of my older brothers to go with me. There's six kids in my family. It's a pretty good size family. And, uh, us three drove down there and we talked to him again, Bill Foreman, the owner, great guy, awesome guy. Um, and he was like, well, you know, I thought about it, and, and uh, I'll, I'm going to come down on my price sum. So it came down on his price sum, and, them and, and it, it was still substantial, um, very substantial. So I thought, well, okay, I'm going to go home and try again. So I did the same thing, went home, went to all the banks, talked to investors, nothing. So I finally, uh, I thought to myself, well, what would happen if, if I could somehow work my way into this thing, just take a huge risk. So I called him back up, I called Bill back up, and I was like, hey Bill, here's the deal. I wanna just come down there for three days and clean your shop. That's that's all I wanna do. I I just wanna clean your shop. I said, I don't even wanna touch a boat. I just wanna clean your shop. And and, uh, you can see if my work ethic is up to par, and if i'm the type of guy that could take this over well he said no no he said um, he said i'm not going to do that but he said what i will do he said if you come down here um and give me ten thousand dollars um i'll let you do that and and then uh no backing up a little bit i i first told him i was he said he wasn't really into that so much so then i told him look What if I gave you $10,000 and then if, if I don't buy the business, you keep the $10,000 and, and so he was like, okay, I'll do that. And so that's what I did. I borrowed the money and I took a $10,000 check down there and, um, I hope I'm not speaking too candidly, but that's who I am. So
0: that's completely um, up to you, however you, whatever you feel comfortable. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I, I told this, this part of the story I've told to lots of people, so it's not like yeah. it's I've, I've hidden it. But. Um, so I walked in the door, gave him 10,000 bucks and I was like, where's the broom? And he said, no, no. He said, if you're putting this much on the line, he said, we're building both. I said, all right, that sounds good to me. So we did. And, and uh, started building boats. And the first night I stayed in, if I remember correctly, I stayed in a, in a hotel. And, and then he was like, "We worked together the first day." And he was like, "Nah, nah, nah, you're coming home with me." So, so the next two nights I stayed at his place. And after the third or fourth day, um, he was like, uh, "I've seen enough." He said, "You can go home." So I went home, and uh, boy, then I was bound and determined. I was like I got 10,000 bucks on the line. Yeah. I I I don't want to lose that money. So, I went through the whole process again, tried to get help, nothing nowhere, nothing. Exhausted all my resources and finally I said it's not it's not going to work. And I, and I'm and I'm a um, I'm a Christian and I prayed about it a lot and I and I uh I just I I guess I just didn't it just didn't look like it was going to work and, and so i accepted it in my mind and told my wife i said that i guess it's not the way god wants me to go with my life so so i called bill back up and i said bill this is not going to happen i cannot get financing for this and he said okay and we hung up and i was like well that was a huge risk that i just lost lost that money and and didn't work out so the next day he called me and he said, we're, we're not done. And I said, what do you mean? He said, he said, that." he said, uh, I'm going to finance you.
0: Hmm.
1: And so he did. And that's how I got great Plain.
0: Wow. I mean, you, you were but, like, I mean, talk about being all in. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I
0: was, I, I, I mean, was, uh, was, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, I, I'm pretty
1: passionate about, you know, I, 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 when i when i latch on to something it's it's probably what you would consider a weakness but I, I i go hardcore and uh i get to a lot of things in my life it has been a weakness i've i've gotten too far in i've gone over 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 my head but um i've never regretted it um and we had some incredibly tough years i mean incredibly tough um bill had basically um, cut connections with all his dealers. He had 144 dealers. I still have a file cabinet full of all the dealers um, Great Plains had 144 dealers, but he had been selling just to one distributor in Europe um, SSA sporting goods in Belgium And a year or two after I got the business, they could just completely quit ordering just cold turkey. Nothing mm-hmm. So I went for six or eight months with not a single order <clears throat> so my wife and i said we got to do something serious so what we did is we pulled every single ad all the magazine ads we pulled them and we went directly to social media free advertising and we rebuilt the company and he told me he said he said shane you're you're going to get maybe 15 or 20 retail orders um a year he said that's about all you're going to get he said most of it's going to be distributors and dealers Well, now we're sitting at anywhere from two to 300 retail orders a year. Um, so we, we had to rebuild it basically from the ground up because the, the direction it was going went completely sideways. And now here's a caveat. Some of this may sound like Bill managed it wrong. He did not. He did exactly what was right for what, for the company at the time he was doing and it was wildly successful but things changed so yeah things changed so drastically and so you know everybody went to social media um all these bow companies that were my competition were selling directly to the public and were and were doing direct interactions nobody's going to go to a distributor or dealer when these other bow companies are offering that so we had to change direction and it it was it was tough i'm not going to lie i mean it we're still not out of the woods, but, but, um, we have learned so much and, um, yeah, it's, it's every year it's gaining momentum.
0: So I, I didn't even know that in the traditional world that there were, I mean, nowadays, um, other than maybe like to the big box stores from like, you know, bear archery or something like that, that there was like dealers. Um, I, I mean, I mean, where, where do you go to find a, uh, uh, a, a trad bow, you know, other than yeah, Cabela's, you know, Bass Pro, that kind of thing, where it's well, you know, for, in instance, Montana. yeah, exactly. Take for <laughs> instance, Three Rivers. Three Rivers doesn't oh, build okay. any of their boats. Right, right, right. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah, there's all, you know, and a lot of these sporting goods company, and it, 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 most most of these companies still do this in Europe. It's not nearly as common in America, hmm. um, but in in Europe um we have we and we've started again we have a distributor in spain we have uh, two dealers in germany um we we still like we basically cut all connections with belgium but we have a guy in china that's wanting to get on but i don't have a good feeling so much about that there one so I, i don't know honestly the future honestly if you want to make money here i'm going to say something here. Um, and I hope it's it's okay. But if you want to make money as a bowyer, the way you really make money is is building in stock bows because you get to build them on your schedule. You get to be efficient. You get to put thirty longbows on the work work order and build those in a month, or thirty recurves, all the same, all the same profile. We have fourteen different different bow styles. So we have a lot of bow styles. So whenever you have, when you're when you're trying to to work through custom orders, you'll have every bow on your work cart is going to be different, every single one of them, and it literally cuts production in half.
0: I see. So the other way so, you can like kind of almost like production line it, right? Or yeah, um, yeah, and, really and honestly, line, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, and, and you can give them, you can give them unique flares. You can give them their own style. You can make them awesome, but it's on your schedule. So it's, it's, well, are, most uh, it's your, uh, are most
0: of your are most of your in stock bows then um, something that you've planned out like you're just talking about, or uh, it it seems like with a lot of bowyers, right? They're in stock bows. A lot of those are the ones that are just you know you missed weight or something was you know uh, you know not exactly perfect or whatever um we almost never miss weight okay
1: um and we have and it's not that we're i don't know that sounds bad that sounds like maybe i'm dissing other failures that's not true i have a lot of bowyer buddies and there's a there's guys out there that are far more talented than i am but um we our formulas i don't i don't know how to say it but we almost never miss weight um, so no, all of our in-stock bows are, uh, are made to how we want them.
0: Interesting. Did, did, um, did, did you inherit all of those, um, styles or, uh, like, did they all exist like previous to taking it over or have you like, uh, like changed anything or introduced new models? Um, yes, I have, I have
1: designed some, um, the hill style bow is mine. The, Swift long curve, which Bill and I kind of did that together. Um, he worked on the limbs, but then I, I went ahead and made it. I did it. I did everything with the riser, uh, the shelf, um, the tips, everything. So um, that was that was kind of a half and half. The we have a youth longbow that is uh, I designed that. Um, we have some others that I designed that are not on the market yet um that are coming out soon um but those aren't those aren't those aren't on yet and i don't i'm not going to say when they're going to be ready because i'm pretty excited about some of them but i'm not yeah, i mean say I,
0: i'm to on your it. website right now actually i've been kind of perusing it for the last few days um i mean you yeah. guys do have like you know a, a lot of different styles and we, and we don't have to go through and like kind of each one of them because like i guess yeah. if you guys I mean, there's, there's. I'm looking at it now. You got the B model recurve, Swift. Uh, what's, what's SR Swift uh, SR? what is that? Short riser. Short riser.
1: Short riser. Short riser. Yep.
0: Recurve, long curve, original curve, Kiowa reflex, deflect. I mean, you guys pretty much have something for everybody on this thing. And, yeah, we but, we we have about. We offer about everything. And, but but you've got a distinctive look, right? I mean your, your bows most definitely, like if I, now that I've, you know, you know, you're on the radar, you're on social media a lot, you know what I mean? So I've, I've been kind of yeah looking at all your stuff. It's, it's a very distinctive, like you can look at it and be like, Oh, that's a great Plains bow. You know, at least, at least like yeah. for most yeah. of them. Right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you've got a bit of a, uh, I, I would say, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, kind of one of the signature kind of looks of it is on the, would you call that the beaver tail, I guess, like above your, you know, above the grip there where it's like, over the shelf it kind of cur- curves back a little bit like yeah more yeah know what i mean you've got this kind of yep. flare back um kind of where you know above your thumb above the above, you know where the uh, the shelf would be and stuff so uh yep. it it's, it's it's still pretty distinctive you know you can look at that so yeah yeah but then you've got all, all kinds of these like different the different awesome models and you know actually one of the things that like really intrigued me is because uh first of all I do not have any kind of talent for woodworking whatsoever, right? My dad has that gene that it skipped yeah. me completely, and so anytime I you see might be somebody, surprised. yeah. So but anytime I see somebody doing this kind of stuff, I'm I'm intrigued. Like, how do you do this? How do they do that? You know? And <laughs> not a lot of bowyers, you know, put out stuff. I mean, you might see stuff from like Black Widow here and there, right? Um, yeah. And you see stuff from, uh, you know, a little bit from like Saint Patrick Lake, you know. But I, I was I was watching one of yours and i was just like riveted right i'm like this is really cool you were you were refurbing i don't even think i don't even remember if it was uh, an original great plains or if it was another model bow and you were refurbing yeah. it it's like a 30 minute video and all the stuff yeah. that goes into it and you kind of add it to the to the front of the rise you know to the uh, the back of the bow and stuff and i'm like this yeah. is really cool you know you don't really see this yeah. from really any boyer out there and i thought that was kind of refreshing
1: well that was a similar uh archery bow that was the tartar model and that was actually given to me I work I work as an advanced EMT for the county uh part-time and he was one of my coworkers, and he gave me he gave me that bow um and we were looking at it one day and we were like oh let's make it cool you know (laughs) so um honestly dude it's it's not super I mean I say it's not that hard it's 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 depth you know what? it's depth um and if you just if you discipline your your mind and just just um, take it one step at a time and not get overwhelmed with it, it's really not that hard mm-hmm. um, to to build both. Um But you know, I don't know. I, I I made a lot of scripts. I'm not one of those guys that says, "Oh yeah, you know, I built this and I've never had one fail." Everything I've learned has been from pain. So mm-hmm. I. I, uh, everything I've designed, every, you know, I've, I've, I've had failures, but you don't, you cannot, uh, you cannot gain if you don't have failures. If, if it always, if you always had success, you
0: simply just don't know what can go wrong with it. So you know, we, we've put a real, the that's real, s- pretty good. Yeah, exactly. That, that's real similar to, uh, my previous life, right? I was a race car mechanic for about 20 years. So oh, wow. yeah, same. It, it's not it's not as it's not as glorifying as it sounds, really. But um, it uh, it's cool. kind of the same thing in that world where you're trying to make everything like lightest, uh, mm-hmm. most high performance, you know, minimalist, whatever. But you know, you're you're taking it eventually to a breaking point or to a failure point, and then you got to back off That's right? Two, right. It's and that, it's, it's the right. same way people people see yeah. like a finished product and you know it it, it doesn't even have to be cars it can be in any kind of genre any kind of industry but they don't know like the pile of uh of failures and screw-ups and lessons learned that are just underneath that surface it's like the you know the picture oh yeah you you know yep you ought to see my (laughs) boneyard you know that is something i do hear from a lot a lot of a lot of bowyers too they're like man you would not believe how many uh, how many bows I threw, like, um, I have a, I have a, a St. Patrick Lake uh, ASL bow, right? And I had uh, Eric yeah. Hoff on like last year. And he was explaining oh, yeah. how, yeah, he was explaining how, when, you know, he was coming up with uh, his American stick, right? He went through, yeah. I think he said 63 yeah. or 64 iterations that all ended up, oh, in the wind, you know, before. And I'm like, you know, I've it's, heard
1: that it's, it's a great bow. it's
0: amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, cool, big. man. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I can I, I can I can appreciate. Um. See, so that part really doesn't like kind of wow me like because I, I expect that. But the finished product is is they end up pretty you know for, from from any of you guys that are that have this kind of talent, it's uh it, it's pretty impressive. Because again, I look at that and I watch some of these things being built and I'm like, man, I know I would rush this part. I wouldn't have the patience to wait for glue ups. I wouldn't have the patience to, you know, uh, I, I don't know. It just it just takes a certain certain type I guess I don't think I'm that type
1: yeah yeah but dude you can do things that I wouldn't even begin to be able to do
0: you know so I
1: mean everybody's got their place it's not I I'm I'm, honestly I'm not a unique guy I I do what I do but you I guarantee you can do things that I would be like I don't even know where to start
0: you know probably probably. so So, it takes all kinds no, no, I know. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and that's what makes this, um, you know, and, and in this little, like, little, like, traditional world, right? You have a lot of um, these types of craftsmen, even if they're not bowyers, you know, like leather craft or, uh, uh making yeah. arrows or, or, or what have you, right? So, um, and the cool thing is with something like a podcast or, uh, uh, in social media, you, you get, you get a lot more, um, one on one conversations with these people and kind of, kind of get to know them better, I was, you know, um, I was talking, yep. I can't remember, I was, Oh, it was Tim Neville I was talking to uh, several months ago when he was on and, and we were kind of saying the same thing, like, you can't, like, if you, if you wanted to know who built your Matthews, whatever, right, um, mm-hmm. you're not going to get to talk to the person or anybody there other than customer service in a big, big company. With, yeah, in this world, you literally pick up the phone, like we're doing right now, and you talk to the guy who built your bow, you know, yeah. or who built your quiver or whatever. And it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's very, very cool. Yeah, or your
1: cab, or or yeah, your wood arrows. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: absolutely. Yeah, it it,
1: it, it's a great sport.
0: It is. So um, let's let's kind of jump back a little bit here. So he decided, okay, you guys come to this agreement. You're like, okay, we've got this boat company. Did you? I'm guessing you kind of moved everything back to Kansas, right? Um, and and set up everything. Well, what what is what does that take? I mean, that's got to be a big endeavor. I mean, you got to move, you know, machinery and uh you know staves and wood and 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 all that stuff i mean how long does something like that take i mean it took about four hours no way
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but you got you got to understand how i grew up i i uh i uh so i grew up in a real conservative church and and uh these people they're all they're all uh very talented people uh very Awesome work ethic, and they all they all band together and help so when it was time to move it, I was only there nine months i I went down there, I worked with Phil nine months, and honestly he only worked with me maybe two or three months, and then he didn't come in to the shop all very very he only worked maybe uh, eight hours a day or i mean a week for the last i'd say six months and um but you know. Woodworking was my life, so it wasn't hard to pick it up. It's just like you with race car mechanics, you know you could somebody could show you what' doing you' you're you're wide open so yeah. I learned it really quick um, but then I was like, well, you know, I was gonna wait a whole year, but I was like, I don't need to wait. I had a shop back home it's it was smaller than the one bill had, but you know i I had built you know I, I built cabinets in it, and so I called my buddies up and uh, you, these guys are all the church I grew up in. Almost everybody is a business owner by the time they're 25. Really? So, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, per capita, probably the wealthiest church, uh, in the world because they're only, they're only like, there's only like 22,000 members and yeah, they're, they're very, very wealthy. So, um, so all these guys had, like, semis and flatbeds and, you know, all this stuff. Van trailers. So I called all my buddies up, and there was about 15 of us. And we loaded that shop out in about four hours. Wow. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah, Bill, Bill was walking around shell shocked. He, he was like, I don't, I, don't believe I don't believe this. I remember they got there mid-morning, and the last vehicle drove out of Pimpa, Texas at 315. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Now of course it took longer to set it up because um, you know, I wanted to get it get it set up right, but even that only took me, you know, I did most of that myself. I grabbed my dad's forklift and that only took maybe uh two weeks. Wow.
0: And then you just up and run it, huh?
1: Up and run. Yep. First oh, bow I built crazy. burned it. I burned it to a crisp. Yeah, we still. we have a heat, yeah we have a heat machine, and yeah. during the move, the dials got changed, and Ooh. I forgot to check it, and it literally started the form on fire. First one. Oh
0: geez. <laughs>
1: like, Is this an omen, omen? Omen or what?
0: Omen, yeah, a trial by fire. Literally,
1: something. Yeah. <laughs> it's it literally just ruined it. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it was it was quick. It was easy. So So then, you
0: you got another guy working with you too, right? uh, There's actually four of us. Four of you. Yeah, Nick. He's he's uh,
1: he's from San Antonio. He's a he's an apprentice bowyer. He's uh, I'd say he's about forty percent trained. At this time, he's been with me for two years. Um, And then Josh Gordon. He's our videographer. He's a great guy. He's also a Baptist pastor, but he's a He's a great guy. He's our videographer. He does all the editing in, in films. And we're filming in the morning tomorrow. So, um, and then my wife, Carissa, she does all the leather work. She does all the packaging. She does the secretarial work. She does the uh, website. Uh, she writes on. She does all the graphics on the bows. She she does a lot. And yeah, so and. And then I, uh, I mean, I, I, I build all the boats. I do the beaver tail, actually, because that's, that's hard to fit. Hmm. But, um, yeah, it's kind of a team effort. There's, there's four of us that work here.
0: That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. I think it's, uh, Josh is the guy with the long hair, right? The, the no, that's him. Nick. That's Nick, okay. Oh, yeah, that's I suppose You don't I, see yeah, Josh. Familiar, yeah. Josh is behind the camera, so you almost never see him. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, no, and, it, yeah. and it's, like I said, I, I'm really enjoying those videos. Um, some of them yeah. are longer. Some of them are like, you know, uh, you know, YouTube shorts or, uh, you know, reels or whatever. So, I mean, people listening, definitely go check these out because, I don't know, you'll, you'll tackle kind of like different topics, right? Some of them are yeah. like, uh, like yeah. Tradbow 101, what is stacking kind of, right? And the other one, yeah. like I said, is that 30-minute video of how we completely refurbished this bow and all the you know, little steps that go into it, Um so it's 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 pretty fun to watch um, yeah we don't we, we don't have a
1: clue what we're doing but we're having fun <laughs> learning
0: <laughs> no yeah. it looks good and i think one of the first ones i saw though was you guys were uh i can't remember what were you guys shooting you were shooting something with
1: um, the fr4 yeah we use it we use a newer material called fr4 instead of g10 yes and we wanted to show how strong it was but we didn't really do that video right um And so it didn't get very many views, but either that or the algorithm smoked us because there was guns involved.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we we thought maybe it was one of the two, but we should have had more slow-mo shots of the bullets hitting the FR-4, but it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, at, at first I watched it going, you know, what are these guys doing? Like, you know, I'm like, is this, <laughs> yeah. I'm like are they are they goofing? Are they for real? You know, what is idiot you know, doing? But here's the thing, like, you guys were so serious about like, like how you were evaluating it. I'm like, these guys are for real. <laughs> yeah. you know, this isn't a spoof. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're some fruitcakes when it comes to, to video, and we don't know what we're doing. We, I started that channel years ago, or not years ago, maybe six, seven years ago, but I didn't do anything with it. Like two videos, and May. May of 2022 is when we started making videos. Yeah. So and yesterday we finally hit the watch hours we needed to make our channel monetized.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah, it was a 10,000 hours or something like that, or.
1: It's 4,000 hours and 1,000 subscribers. Okay. Yeah. But these shorts, shorts don't count.
0: The shorts don't count. I, I've been trying the same thing, just yeah. kind of a, a little aside here. I've been trying the same thing. Yeah. Um, the shorts don't count, but it's it, it. Hopefully, drives traffic to the main site, you know, or to the your main videos, you know, and then yeah. those watch hours count, you know. But yeah. the, But, then but I, they are and, changing and that. I hear yeah. they're
1: changing that,
0: but they're making it so impossible, or I think it's impossible. But you
1: got to have ten million views. On the. Shorts. Oh really?
0: <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Is happening with my channel. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not not on ours either. So so the four thousand watch hours more attainable.
0: Yeah. No, I, and and you know honestly, I just I like I put stuff out there just just to do it because it's fun. You know what I mean? And yeah. If I make a few bucks on YouTube, you know, a month. That's great. Um, but I'm not making yeah. it. You know, I'm not doing it to be. You know, like I'm not. This is the, I'm, I'm not making my living off of content creation no. or anything like that. you know lord knows i'm not uh yeah. i'm not doing well, maybe someday of, you'll uh, get there showing, you know lots of dead deer you know because i don't I yeah. shoot them. but um yeah so, it, so i remember those, i remember this
1: conversation when you're when you got like two million subscribers
0: come back you remember you told me that yeah it would not be nice yeah that'd be super <laughs> nice so yeah um we don't have to go through every single one of your models here but um you know, like let's say like someone new to Great Plains, right? Um, and not not even not even necessarily like new to traditional, but like what is their? I guess we can go with this. Like, what, what is your most popular model? Like what do people gravitate toward? Um, it, it most of them seem like they're um, actually I think all of them seem like they're they're hunting uh, oriented. There's not I don't think you really make like a target style or, or anything like that uh, bow. Um, oh, we so do. We list do. Is, you do. Which which model is that? It's not on the website because
1: we 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 don't really like to build it. But it's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's
0: called
1: it's called the Paragon, but it takes a lot of work to build, and uh, we purposely don't have it on the website. There's people that know about it, and we get orders for it every year. Um, and it is an awesome bow, but it's got a 23 inch riser, and it is a target bow.
0: 23 inch riser. Well. well makes it
1: so hard to build just huge man it's just huge it takes a lot of wood um it uh, it has so much wood in it that the the wood has to be basically at zero percent moisture um mm-hmm. for it to to uh to not do funky things that we're not happy about um so yeah it's just difficult to build man i i can't really explain it but like coca bola a lot of guys wanted out of coca bola or ebony's and like those are two woods that are terrible about releasing their moisture and so we have problems when we right now i've got an order for one solid coca-bola riser and like we've seen it come through and nick and i were just like no no (laughs) we're dead we're dead right now so um but we'll do it and it'll be it'll be right but it will suck but uh yeah it's it, so yeah, what, what,
0: what's your other uh you know what, what's the main um go-to bow that's ordered the most i suppose
1: then longbow or recurve because it's kind of in two categories uh, uh I, don't,
0: know, let's, let's talk both
1: yeah um oh let's just say overall first overall um i would say the b model longbow and this is funny if you watched our b model confusion video um everything was named b model and so we make a lot of jokes about that. It's ridiculous, but we're not going to change it now. But um, it's a reflex, deflex longbow, and it's super smooth and fast. We actually we designed the tomahawk limbs for Three Rivers. Bill did. Uh, I, I got to throw that in there. I did not build it. Um, but uh, well, Del Karch had he had the basic design. I, I shouldn't say it that way. Del Karch designed the limbs. Okay and bill made it look great so let's 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 put that caveat in there i want to give everybody their due respect because the tomahawk is a great longboat. so um we have modified modified it to a certain extent we don't build the tomahawk anymore i just cut that contract in january uh because it was it was a money pit but um we, we don't we don't build the Tomahawk anymore, but we have modified to our version. Cause, and we won't build it to honor Three Rivers. We're not going to build that if we're not building it for them.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Because uh, we don't want to get in the way of their business because it is a great bow. But it's kind of similar to the Tomahawk as far as the amount of deflex and reflex in it. That's the closest I can describe to to the limb profile is what the Tomahawk looks like um it's about that much um but we've changed it to make it our own and that would probably if you were going to say one bow that's probably our top seller
0: um
1: after that it's going to be the swift series recurve
0: Swift, i'm looking at the, i'm looking at the the long longbow right now um yeah and the swift series in stock not in star swift so um the, the, the difference is then, I mean, obviously, like, like riser lengths, right? Short, short riser, and I'm guessing it's a longer. Like, what, what are the differences there? Are they cut differently as far as uh, um, what the shelf's cut? Or is it just, like, physically just a, a longer, like, bigger, heavier mass riser between the two? Oh, no, they're all different. So okay. what's, what is the same
1: on all of them is the limb. Ah. So it's, it's the Swift limb. That's why it's a Swift series. So the, the the limb is the same on all of them. Just a fantastic recurve. It's about parallel. The tip of the curl, or the hook, or the recurve portion is about parallel uh, with the shell when you're holding it upright. So it's, it's real aggressive. Uh, it deflects us back toward the archer quite a lot. It stores a tremendous amount of energy. Very fast, very smooth bow. Uh, you can get it in four configurations. You can get it in um, the three-piece swift. And that goes all the way from uh, 56 inches to 62 inches, and we are in the in the midst. We are in the uh, we are developing the 54 inch uh, 3 piece Swift at the moment. Um, that's a fantastic bow. That's actually my favorite recurve to hunt with. Smoked a big fat doe with one this fall, last fall. Okay, I gotta get used to 23. But yeah. um, and then we've got the Swift Long Curve, which is the fastest bow that we build. Uh, and, and here's the deal. I don't know if anybody has told you this before, but I, I feel like one piece, one piece bows, one piece recurves, they're just a little bit of an edge. They're they're more efficient um, than a three piece if you build them right. And so like the the, uh, the Swift Long Curve is the fastest bow we built. Very popular recurve. It's a 50 style recurve, and you can get it in a one piece or a two piece, the socket and tenon system. Best best uh, two piece uh, system. A lot of bowyers do it, but in my opinion, it's the best one on the market. No tools, no Allen wrenches, no hinge. Do me, you know, things that you got to worry about failing. Socket and tenon with carbon and glass sleeves, and then you can get the Swift in the one piece, what we call a full size recurve, which is inch and three quarter glass center shot bow. The the three piece Swift is also a, a center shot bow. The swift long curves are cut to center. They are not a center shot boat. So there's quite a bit of
0: differences, but the
1: one thing that they all have is the same limbs.
0: Same limbs. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Same, same,
1: same limb profile.
0: That's yeah. I, again, I'm kind of scrolling here on my phone as, as you're, as you're talking about these. And, um, I mean, they're just beautiful stuff on here. I mean, just like gorgeous woods, gorgeous, you know, Thank you. um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like, man, <laughs> just, just when you think you're done buying bows, like, man, I have to save yeah. up for this. Too. Well,
1: yeah, well, yeah. You know, I wish we could get, get the price down to, you know, yeah, lower where, most, where it's more economical, but dude, these things just take time to build. Um,
0: yeah. And they're in line with pretty, you know, with, with pretty much every other like top tier. Um, yeah a bow out there too i mean so it's it's yeah. not like uh yeah no it's it's it, it's pretty cool I, I i like i like looking at these and you, you do have a lot of really good pictures on here too a lot of websites don't have that you know that's um, my wife for you yeah no it's it's it makes it easier to to kind of see the detail in, in, in some of these things and it's you know it's pretty impressive yeah, so, yeah. one thing we um, need
1: to do a little bit better on is we need more pictures of the the full bow uh, we don't have yes, that's to, a pet okay, peeve okay. of mine
0: no. what's that i said yes that's a pet peeve of mine uh, yeah yeah we go on a lot of these sites and they show like close-ups of the riser or kind of really up close. Yeah. and i know it's hard to get um that's the, entire the bow in the picture without yeah. looking tiny you know
1: but that's i want to see whole the whole deal right sure there
0: yep up. yeah
1: you, you you lose you lose the detail of the bow whenever you do that but if we just had like one picture of each one mm-hmm. um we, and we're and that's in the plan. We're going to do that. Uh, just just haven't got to it yet. Our website was destroyed about five or six years. That's a whole other story. Let's let's continue on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, okay, then you, you got all these all these models. How how far out are you guys as far as uh, orders?
1: Uh, we're six, we 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 do six to twelve months, and six. that's kind of a big gap. But that gives us time to be efficient with it. Last year we were like three to four months, not a good idea. It didn't work out, Um, so we changed it actually a couple days ago to six to twelve months, and uh, we're going to we're we're still taking custom orders, but but we're going to focus more um, on on uh, the in stock bows because that's the bread and butter. And at the end of the day, I'm doing this to provide for my family. Mm So I and I that's that's. That's more, that's the most important that my, my kiddos have a roof over their head and, and food to eat. So, um, I'm doing the best I can with custom orders, but we pushed it out to six to 12 months just so that we could, uh, do better about managing the business.
0: Well, I mean, and these like in stock bows, like I said, I've been kind of like scrolling here, like even now as we're talking, um, they're, 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 I mean, they're pretty damn nice. I mean, they're not like your, uh, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, they're they're not like the plain Jane like. Um, yeah. You know, like just n- not clear glass. You know what I mean? Like black glass, green, glass, yeah. whatever. Uh, so like these are like they they look like full on custom, different different wood configurations. Um, you know, it's it's. It, it, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing if you order one, you, you're it's not gonna, it's not gonna scream stock bow. You know what I mean? Yeah well and some of those
1: that are on the website right now we did make simpler just so we could turn out we two that's, that's two guys in the shop we built like no i i had i hired a school teacher over the summer he's worked for me for four years uh he just works the summers and that's three guys built oh uh, man like 80 bows in three months wow. Jeez. so yeah we, we killed it but, but 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 a lot of them were simpler that's uh, we didn't do a lot of glue ups in the riser, um,
0: so that's how we were able to do that. So with all this going on, did um, did COVID help you guys?
1: Yes, did you get a, a yeah, 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 huge. It like when that those when those stimulus people checks people. came in. Yeah. yeah, when those stimulus checks came in, we started <laughs> selling our Kiowas because they were like six hundred bucks, and we started selling oh. a whole bunch of those. Yeah, it's actually i'm not even saying it right it's actually kiowa but everybody knows that
0: it has a kiowa so i say it's kiowa, kiowa. I, I guess i never heard it I, I would have said kiowa too yeah so yeah. yeah i mean these came in and it's like huh it's it's right about the price range that uh the government was doling out and yeah uh, yep. yeah well that's yep. you know <laughs> it's great on the one hand right um and I'm, I'm a pretty conservative guy, right? So I'm like, man, yeah. I, I'm not you not know, to get political here, but I will. You know, the whole yeah. government check thing, right? It, it makes me cringe, you know, bite my tongue. On yeah. Then it's yeah. like, man, if if, if dudes are, are are spending it on archery yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of totally hypocritical of me to say that, yeah. by the way. But- the, the,
1: the big picture, the big picture, it probably wasn't good for the nation, but the small picture... I mean, it, it helped me a lot. Sure. Uh, it really, it really did. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it, really. I, I <laughs> see both sides
0: of it. You know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, yeah, you, you know, it, yeah, you're right. I, I suppose, um, you know, people are going to spend their money how they want to spend their money, and uh, yeah, there's there's a demand yeah. out there, I suppose, no matter what. So, um, with with all the bow building, um, do you do you get a do you get a chance to hunt much? I mean, what does that look like? Your average fall for, uh, for for a bow year. I mean, are you uh, do you have any free time at all? Nope, I almost don't get a hunt at all.
1: I yeah. I I hadn't hunted last. I, I hunted a little bit this fall, but before that, the last time I hunted was two thousand nineteen, and I love to bow hunt, absolutely love it. But I I just I have not been able to. I just can't. Uh, I just we're just we're just hammered down a lot of days we'll work 12 hours even 14 hour days mm-hmm. so it ain't all roads i could go into all the cons of being a bowyer but i don't think you want to hear that but <laughs> it, it, it's uh, there's there's pros and cons to it and uh, there's plenty of cons i'll tell you that right now it's, it's not really an easy living
0: no i don't think anyone's really getting rich off of uh you know no Gluing up a bunch of wood and putting a string on it, you know. So, um, no. but again, that also seems to be a common common thing with anybody that's like in, you know, this you know industry, you know, whether it's hunting or bows mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Um, they they're so busy providing, feeding that industry that you know they're they're not the ones actually being able to enjoy it, you know. And if they well, do, it's uh, yeah. you know very minimal.
1: And exactly. And with the new, you know, the, the way we're doing it now, I think I'm going to have more time um focusing more on in stock bows and we're not throwing away our customs by any means but just pushing that lead time out so we can be more efficient i think all that's going to go hand in hand it's going to give me more time in the field i've done a lot of bow hunting in my life but um the last five years have been really tough
0: to get out there so yeah um it's it, it's kind of funny you know you look on uh, this is kind of like a broader uh Comment, I guess, uh, overall, you know, I mean, you you look at Instagram, right? I mean, I I follow a bunch of people. I'm I'm sure my feed looks a lot like your feed. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, we see all the success and all that stuff out there. And, you know, it's hard not to compare yourself to the success that other people are having, you know. Um, Yep but then you don't they don't have your life and you don't have their life and you yep. know people's jobs and free times and all that stuff um i mean i'm i went this is year 5 for me trying to shoot a deer uh, i got the success on small game this year i'm going to count that as a win but i'm still yeah. year oh, five trying to shoot a deer yeah. with with my trad bow right i mean yep close got closer than ever this year and yep but it's you know limited opportunities i mean i've got like two jobs basically and then you know my wife yep. works and you know 10-year-old daughter and stuff and you take what you can get and just, you know, be, Absolutely. be, be thankful for it because, yep. um, God, where was I, uh, I was listening to somebody today, I can't remember what podcast it was or somewhere. And they were saying like, you know, we, we may say, oh, I don't get to do this. I don't get to hunt that. I'm not, I'm limited time. But then like you talk to someone from another country and they're like, this is illegal in our country. We don't even have public land. We don't even get yeah. to do any of this stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I guess you know first, so first world true. problems, you know. Yep.
1: Hey, but you know what? Let's put this in in in. Uh, per, uh, let's let's get a good perspective of this. Okay, are you part? Are you a member of the traditional archery society Facebook? The
0: Facebook page, I am. Yeah. Okay.
1: There's like what forty-seven thousand members on there.
0: Uh, I'm not Something sure. Like it all that. depends on what what feed uh, Facebook decides to show me that day because I'm a member yeah. of like. <laughs> you know like yeah. t- 10 different one of those groups and then like i won't hear from any of them for like i don't know months and months because facebook doesn't deem deem it important for the show to show it across my feed i got you well i'm a sponsor for that page but okay.
1: anyway um it's the largest traditional archery page that i'm on it's my favorite um uh d michael nunez is, is the creator of that he's done a fantastic job his name is daryl but i mean darren sorry darren darren nunez but he goes by D. Michael Nunez, but he's a great guy, and um, he does fantastic for us bowyers. I mean, absolutely fantastic on, on reposting our stuff. And, um, but but I, I, I looked at that, and I looked at how many successes there were and people posting their bucks, and then I took the percentage of how many members are on that page to the to the success rate. You know, it, it is extremely small, extremely small. So most guys are like you and I. Most guys are out there hunting and not having success, but they're putting their time in and they're having a good time, but they're not killing stuff. We're, we're just, we're just looking at the successful guys. and say, Oh man, that's a nice buck. I wish I could shoot something like that. We got to put things in perspective. Yeah. It, you know, it, and there are, there are those anomalies that are like out there and they're killing a big buck every single year. Those are anomalies. But the reason you hear about them is because they are anomalies. They are unique. Mm-hmm. Right place, right time or whatever. Good hunting property, good hunting property is huge. If you don't have good hunting property, uh, you're screwed
0: yeah you know when uh we were, we were trying to connect earlier we we're kind of texting back and forth and i said uh give me a minute i'm, I'm frying up some venison right so yeah, <laughs> um yeah i i got to That's thinking up. about that while i was doing that you know you can get down on yourself it's like man it's another year i didn't get to shoot one well with my stick bow it's what i really want to do and it just it eats me up right like i want to do it so yeah. bad it's in my dreams but then like as i was frying that i'm like this and i was of course like tasting as i go right because it's delicious and yeah. um, I'm like, cause, cause I got one, you know, I shot one with, with a rifle this year during rifle season. Yeah. Right. And it was a tiny absolutely. little deer at that. I, I got trigger happy. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? Like, just be thankful for what's in your frying pan right now. Yeah. You know, because other people don't yeah, get to absolutely. do this. They may not, they may not well, even have yeah. this level, you know? Oh man.
1: I tried a doe this year and I could, I was so stoked. I I threw my hands up in the air. I seen that arrow go in and she turned, she was broadside. It went in the left side of her. Uh, i thought it went in the driver's side but came out the passenger side and and she she turned and ran away i seen that thing come out the other side and the arrow dropped out the other side and i got her and i was like oh man like that I, I was so so pumped it was a doe i i could care i was i was just excited to to hit that thing and i was hunting with nick and he came over there and i think things got a little awkward because i gave him a hug i'll, I'll admit it i i did but but
0: uh, I don't think he was as excited as I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get it. I get it. I, I totally get it. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, you know, you just got to put stuff in perspective, I guess. And it's, uh, some so, yeah. some years are more fruitful than others. And some years, you know, you're, uh, well, you're more time and others you're not. It's, yeah. It's, and small game, it's, small game is awesome. I mean, we're, we're going to do some videos
1: we've got a plan we're going to do a bunch of videos on on, on rabbit hunting and uh yeah. Yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna throw some videos out on small game and, and and push that because a lot of guys don't even have access to good deer ground
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if you get out there with your bow i don't care if you're hunting pork spines or coons or
0: rabbits or snakes it's a ton of fun 100 yeah. percent. i love i love i love small game that's uh you know, pl- plus the season's longer. I still got another, like deer ended right on the 31st, but I got another two months the end of February here for, uh, you know, squirrel and rabbits. So if I can get yeah. out them, i go, you know, and it's an excuse yeah. to carry into the woods. And, you know, it takes you that much, a little bit closer to, uh, you know, makes the gap a little bit less between uh, the end of February and let's say turkey season, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, and again, exactly. to walk around yeah. in the woods with a bow in your hand. It's fun.
1: And if you can hit a rabbit, you're going to do pretty good on deer. If you're regular smoking rabbit, yeah, it's
0: uh, yeah. it's 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 definitely fun. But so okay, so you kind of alluded to a little bit here, um, and we can kind of um, segue into wrapping this up a little bit. So yeah, what what's on the horizon for you guys? What's next? I know you're gonna you're gonna do more filming. This video stuff is is, you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm sure other people are enjoying it. Um, what what else is new from that point of view and from you know. You know, uh, let's just say, even like a business point of view, as far as like uh new, new bows, new styles, new designs. I mean, what's what's on the horizon for you guys? Well,
1: I'm gonna. The deal is here is we we do have some new models coming out, but I I don't really I don't know I don't know how to say this. If I talk too extensively about it, we we uh, um, we get we get a lot of people's hopes up or whatever, and then and then then we don't we don't fulfill you know what i mean because it takes time Mm -hmm. like our hill style bow we tested that thing extensively for a whole year before we put it on the market um and we just take our time about it when we're designing new products and new bows because the last thing you want is a bow that goes out too early and you get a bunch of failures and then it gets a bad name uh Mm -hmm. you're you're screwed you're screwed if that happens so um we do have some new models coming. Um, I could talk about one that it's, it's just a more aggressive, aggressive very aggressive, reflex, deflex longbow. I don't even know if I'd call it a longbow. I call it a banana bow at this point. Um, so we're, we're developing that one, and I'm really excited about that. Um, there's a long story behind that, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> um, but uh, so that that's on the horizon, that, that new uh, new longbow that we're going to develop. Um, we, we've got a lot of I don't, I don't really have my thoughts together there's so much that we talk about Nick and I are always balancing ideas off each other. So we've, we've got some cool ideas that we're fixing to try but they're so wacky and weird that it doesn't even pay talking about them because I'm going to tell you something, it takes a lot of bad ideas to have a good one. <laughs> so there's there's going to be a lot of failures um, in that department so, I don't really, I don't really, I can't really sit here and say that I have this one bow that we we are going to be coming out with in this this certain time. Yes, yeah. we are working on new designs, but we have a lot of designs, we have a lot of business, and a lot of it is just making sawdust every day, this as fast and hard as we can. Yeah, the YouTube, that's we're definitely going to pour a lot of effort into that, and we're gonna we're gonna build that as big as we can get it, and and just get more more knowledge out there i don't know if you watched our black hunter review mm-hmm. um one of the yep. one of the things we would like to do with that is offer a rework on that so if you got a black hunter we'll make it center shop for you we'll adjust the tealer we'll we'll get it dull slimline we'll fit the limbs perfectly to the riser we'll put um low profile benzels in it uh make it real pretty give it a high high quality finish um fit the tips better all that stuff for you know couple hundred bucks if people are interested in that with um we have we did that first one that i reviewed we went ahead and did everything i just said and a guy walked in the shop a couple days ago and he was like i gotta have it and he bought it right there um yeah. so you know that's in the future another thing we want to do we want to get vintage bows um if we had suggestions from people that what they want to see uh rework them kind of like we did the similar tartar bow um, you know, if they need to be center shot, you know, make them really great. Now, that's a little bit um, controversial in a sense of that you don't want to just change something great. Like I wouldn't want to take a bear bow that has a lot of history behind it and tear it all down and make it into something modern. That would be a travesty to yeah. the to the sport. So we don't want to do that. More, we would be more focused on the production line bows that were built in mass and and make them great make them look great you know and do that on video sure um that's more where we focus we're not going to ruin anything uh for anybody out there like some of those vintage bears you know or or the the howard heels, you know like we're not going to mess any of that up right now we are doing something really exciting though um we're building a a bow for historical archery youtube channel i don't know if you know him but it's just, a no. replica of the bow that Howard Hill took to Africa and harvested that elephant. Oh, wow. And we're making it 125 pounds. It's a hill <laughs> stout. Yeah. yeah. Every time I walk, it's already glued up. Every time I walk past it, I cringe. I die just a little bit inside. Every time oh, I walk yeah, past it. I
0: can't it. even imagine. Yeah, yeah I'm not, I know I'm that gonna...
1: I'm the guy Yeah, that has to tune and tailor that thing. And we have built some heavy, heavy stuff, and some of them we've had to spring with tractors and come along. But, oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, so that one, we're pretty excited about that. It's all glued up. The limb is 5-8 of an inch thick. Um, and we wanted to do it on video, but we were talking about it tonight, and I was like, dude, we're going to fail the first time we do this. Do we want to show us totally, totally just failing majestically? I suppose people would, might like that. Yeah. But but um, it's on my cart right now, and – it's terrifying to look at, but uh we are still excited about it because um, we're building it for him, and he's going to do a video about it. But it's it's just like the one, and Darren works with me on that, Darren Nunez, and uh, he sent me pictures of the bow. however he'll had, and it has black glass on on the back and white glass on the belly, and a maple core. And that's going to look so, pretty, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're making it just like that. So that's that's something we're doing in the very near future.
0: That's that, so. that's exciting. Are you gonna are you gonna film film that uh, um, build? Or well, you filmed, it's been filmed. filmed it's been filmed so far. It's, it's been, been filmed, filmed, filmed so all
1: far, the like glue it. up in it. Yeah. <coughs> so whether we'll release it or not is I don't know. We probably will. It's too cool not to. But yeah. it's not going to be. Yeah, we're out of our territory. It's,
0: it's <laughs> you know what? It's 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 going to be awesome though. I I, I look forward yeah. to it. I look forward to to watch yeah. it to all anything that comes down the line. So, um, so I guess you've kind of said it, but uh, I guess so. Everyone, you know, who, who they, they want to Great Plains Bow. They want to know more about you guys, your models. Where, where do they follow you? So we're on
1: Instagram under Great Plains Bow. We're on Facebook, uh, YouTube channel. You can, our website's easy to find. Uh, you can call my cell phone. Anybody can call my cell phone number any time of the day. Uh, I'll answer it in the evening. I'll answer it until I go to bed, honestly. Um, uh, I, I love to talk to my customers. I love to talk to them on the phone. So uh, my cell phone number is on the answer machine. Uh, but it's also, it should be on the website. I think it is. Um, we need to place it more places. And we're also going yeah, we to the it in the
0: about us section. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah so you can call they can call me on my phone um nick is getting real good in the shop he's starting to really know his stuff so we're gonna list his number two
0: so um yeah pretty much pretty much all the places cool um yeah like i said i, I and the website's it really well thought out i'm really glad you guys are doing what you're doing uh <laughs> it's i guess it's kind of unique in this uh in this space, so I'm 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 kind of happy I uh, stumbled onto you guys and, uh, <laughs> and
1: yeah. follow follow you now yeah.
0: religious and so um so Shane first of all thanks for being on I appreciate it um yep. you know I know it's uh I mean you 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 guys are always busy and uh, you know anytime you got to eke out a little bit of time yeah. for you know either takes away from business or family so I appreciate that so no dude I don't mind it uh, one bit. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, all right, stick with me real quick here while I uh, while we stop recording. So everybody, uh, go follow Great Plains. Uh, really, really cool. Everything we talked about and go watch those videos. Uh, really informative. And um, you just you just get to see, you know, all kinds of like day in the life of a boy or at least a little bit of a snapshot of it. So uh, if you like this episode, obviously please like, share, subscribe, follow uh, on YouTube, Instagram, all, all the normal stuff and, you know, shares and reviews are absolutely huge. So appreciate any of that stuff. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I'll talk to you guys next time.